0: Good to see you all here, Moedon Ivri, Club Hebrew. We are right in the middle of Chapter Nine. I think we're going to be able to finish up Chapter Nine and maybe get a verse or two in Chapter Ten today um, uh, on the uh, anointment of Saul, the ordination of Saul to be king. And uh, it's, it's Chapter Ten is exceedingly interesting to see what happens. Uh, you guys may be familiar with the story, but uh, if, if not, uh, you'll learn about it or have your memories refreshed because we don't talk about it very much but we are actually at verse 22 where Samuel is talking to Saul so chapter 9 of 1 Samuel verse 22 where it says shemuel et sha'ul. So Samuel took Saul again notice that's from uh, Laka, et Naro, and his servant and uh, lishkata. And brought them to the room. Remember we had this word, this lishka, last time. And evidently there is a building off to the side of the Obama, mm-hmm. the high altar, in which uh, it was a room actually with uh, um, stone seating on three sides. And evidently that's where the sacrificial meals would be eaten. Right? Um, I guess they have some archaeological uh, Findings of, of rooms like this. So he brought them into the lishka. Notice that there's a directive hay on that. That's why you get the ending lishkata. Okay. So he brought them to the to the room vayitain and he gave to the to them a makom, a place berosh at the head of the keruim. All right. Everybody see the keruim? That's a simple call passive participle. And just remember, participles can be uh, have both characteristics of nouns and characteristics of verbs. And here you can see it's used as a noun. And uh, those who, are, who were invited, the invitees, we might say. So you put them at the place, at the head of those who were invited. Okay, so they got the head table. The Hema and they were Kishloshim. Notice that that's the, the numeral Sheloshim 30 plus the uh, preposition ka. So about, and notice it means approximation, about 30 men. And remember with uh, idioms like this, common words, you're not going to have the plural of ish. You're going to have the singular with numbers. Okay, so it's kind of a collective here. All right. Any questions about uh, any of the verb forms in verse 22? All right. Let's go to verse 23. Hi, guys. We're right in the middle of a big event here. Vayomer La Tabah. Then Samuel said to the Tabah, the cook. Remember that, what's the root underneath this? You guys may have learned this in Hebrew 1, Tabah. Remember? It means to slaughter. Sometimes uh, it's... You could probably translate this as the butcher. But notice the form of the word. See the patak under the first root letter and then the comets? Remember, I think I mentioned this before, that that form of noun, very often indicates professions. Alright, so the Taba, he's in that kind of profession. Alright, so he said to the cook, "Tena." what's the root of "tena"? Common verb. It's hard. Natan. Call imperative with that okay. s- that crazy uh, comment hey at the end, um, indicating action directed to or for the benefit of the speaker. Okay, So Samuel said to the cook, uh, put the p- mana the portion I share the port- portion which I gave to you which I said to you seem o imah, put it with you um, that's a call imperative sea maybe that's a hollow verb so the the uh, imperative of cum would be kum. imperative of seem seem that's what you got there um, in other words Samuel had evidently prepared beforehand to have a portion held back because he knew that they were coming. It's kind of interesting. So again, give or put the portion which I gave to you, which I said to you. Um, put it with you. Okay. In other words, he told the cook to keep it, keep it apart. And that's what you're getting there in that verse. Okay. Any questions? Verse 23. <clears throat> okay. Verse 24. yarom ha tabachet ha shok Va'yasem liftne Shaul. Okay, what's the root of va'yarem? What is it? Someone got it. It's from room, another hollow verb, and it's a hifil. Uh, in the call, it means to be high. Here, it simply means he lifts. The subject is hataba. So the cook, we probably say, took the shok, That's the word for thigh. Took the thigh. The helit lecha. What's the root? From Allah, good. He from Allah. So he took the the cook took the thigh and brought it up. by Yasem and he put it lifnei Shaul before Saul. Okay. Yomer Now here it's interesting because there seems to be a change in speakers without indication. I don't think the cook is talking. I think Samuel's talking. And most translations will actually have Samuel in brackets here because it's not clear. But notice what he says. The reason that translations do that is because it becomes pretty clear that Samuel's talking to Saul and not anyone else. So Samuel said, Hine, look, ha nishar." That's from the root shar, a nifal participle, refers to the thigh. Look. Uh, or you might want to translate, here is that which was held back, that which is left over. From sha'ar means to uh, be left over, to be remaining. So here's the leftover. Seem, another call imperative, put it lefaneca, before you. Another call imperative, eat, okay, ki la moed. because for the appointed time, for this appointed time, Shamur, what form is that? From Shamar, call passive participle. Okay, so he's saying, eat for uh, at the appointed time, it has been kept. Shamar means to guard or to keep here, to be kept. It has been kept for you. Alright, so he's saying, look, put it before you, eat, because it has been kept for you for this time, for the appointed time, namely the Moed, the time of the feast, the time of the eating. Okay. And now this next three words, Lemur Ha'am Karati. Amen. It's very obscure here in Hebrew, um, what the heck it means and if you'll notice there's a footnote that gives you, the, the Septuagint has a different reading, um, Theodosian has a different reading, the Latin translations have different readings, and to try to make sense of the Masoretic Text is is very difficult. Literally, it's saying the people I called. Everybody see that, Elaine Moore, saying the people I called. So it's something like it's something like this, eat uh, because it has been kept to you for the appointed time something like, as was said to the people I called. I mean, You have to kind of make sense of it. Most translations uh, you'll have trouble recognizing the English on the basis of the Hebrew with these words because what it means is, is difficult. All right? And uh, a couple translations had a little footnote that said Hebrew text uncertain and it certainly is here. Okay? Uh, it becomes clear here at the last part of the verse though. call Sha'ul im Shemuel So Saul ate with Samuel byom by hahu on that day. Okay. Questions about verse twenty four. Okay. Va yer do me ha bama ha Then they what's the root of yer do? Yarod, very good. It's a call, imperfect vav. consecutive, third masculine plural from yarad to go down. Then they went down, Me Ha Bama from the Bama. Ha okay, ear to the city. Notice, we've seen this in Samuel over and over again. There's no prepositions, there's no locative hay. You just get it from the context what the relationship is. We know from the context. Remember that they went out from the city to the Bama. The Bama was outside of the city. And so, uh, we're, notice how we fill the gap and, and smooth out the English. So they went down from the Bama to the city. By Yedah Bear and he now who's the subject well we only know because of what's next he spoke with Saul so you know Samuel's the subject see and so Samuel spoke with Saul all ha anyone know what the root for forgot what gog means it means roof he spoke with Saul on the roof alright now in English you know when you're I mean in our English culture we're going what the heck he talking about they went out of the city the next thing you know they're up on the roof because we don't talk to people on the roof Uh, unless you're uh, Jeremy in the Zitz cartoon who's always laying on the roof philosophizing uh, about life. But uh, evidently, the gap to be filled is filled a little in the next verse where we find out that evidently Saul spent the night uh, on the roof of Samuel's house. Remember, Samuel had a house in this city. And uh, so um, evidently, what it's not telling you is that they went home and just were having a conversation so we just get the bare bones of it and if you're an ancient Israelite it makes perfect sense (laughs) for us it's weird okay Uh, verse 25 any any questions? okay because next time now verse 26 all of a sudden he's getting up the next morning Vayashkimu remember this is the Hifil from shakam, and it means to get up early this is a common word you'll see when uh, people wake up in the morning alright right, Abraham Yashkim, when he was uh, instructed to kill his son Isaac, he got up early the next morning. See? So, Vayashkimu, they got up early. Vayahi, Ka'alot. Now, notice that Ka'alot, what's the root? From Allah, and notice it's an infinitive construct. Okay? Call infinitive constructs of third haze have that oat ending, and the cough in front of it tells you. That uh, this is an infinitive as well and it's a temporal the function is temporal so now let me just translate a very rough English and it came to pass as soon as hasha, as soon as the sun came up or the dawn came up literally as soon as the dawn came up see we would probably say at the crack of dawn kind of idiomatically Samuel called to Saul Hagag on the roof. Here again, typical style, no preposition. We're just uh, filling in the preposition because of English. Okay. Call to Samuel on the roof, Laimor, saying, Kuma, call imperative, rise, get up, ba so that I can send you. Notice that that's from um, shalach, all right, and it's a pl with the third, second masculine singular suffix and I will send you so rise so that I can send you or and I will send you Okay? Saul's very obedient notice you don't get any reflection from Saul so far it's very kind of just very actions so Saul got up by Ya'chum by Yetzu and the two of them he and Samuel went out hachutza Went out to the outside. In other words, they left the house. Hachutza. Okay? Questions about verse 26? Anything up through that point? Okay? Everybody with me here? Alright, now notice the uh, word order here because we're getting now, as we saw last week, the same thing. You don't have a Bob consecutive starting verse 27. And you're going to see that these actions are juxtaposed one on top of each other. Hema Yordim Bikze Ha'ir They uh, were going down notice that's a participle from Yarod. so it's literally the pronoun he from they they were going down Bikze to the end of the city we would say to the outskirts of the city who okay. Shemuel and Samuel said to Saul Okay. Now notice how I, tra- I kind of translated it very roughly. They were going down uh, to the end of the city, and Samuel said to Saul. Now, in good English, how do those two clauses relate to each other? You have a participle and a finite verb. Notice. Notice you. As, as they were going. Okay. Down. Right. Notice that the the talking happened while they were walking. So you have this. Particular construction, which we saw at the same time. So you might want to translate: While they were walking to the uh, outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul. Right, everybody see that? Now here's the imperative and more: Say la naar, speak to the servant, the Yaavor. And let him pass, before you. Okay, now notice how it's going. Speak to the servant, so that he might pass before you. In other words, he wants the servant to go on ahead. Now notice what form it is. This is kind of like vayavor, and he went ahead. Okay, so notice that this that is almost a parenthesis to the main thought. Samuel says to Saul. Tell your servant to go on ahead. And he went ahead. Okay. Uh, Now notice what follows. Ve'ata, and you, Amod, stand, and you stay, namely stay, and you stay, call imperative, kayom. Remember we said that kayom doesn't mean always as today, but sometimes it means now or here. So here you would translate, but you stay here, kayom. Notice the idiom here. So you stay here. that Ashmiaka. What's the root? You want to see it? From shama. And the conjugation here is not called but hifil. So I will cause you to hear, but probably better to translate, I will tell you at Divrei Elohim. I will tell you uh, a word of God. Or the word of God. And probably here better translate the word from God. What God has to say to you. Okay? So notice the syntax of verse 27 is kind of convoluted, but if you just follow carefully and look at the uh, verb forms, but especially how the thoughts of the clauses relate to each other, you can begin to see how the verse fits together. Notice that there's nothing difficult as far as the lexical stuff, the meaning of the words. It's how do the bigger parts of the sentence fit together that may cause you trouble. Does anyone have any questions about that? Alright, we start in the chapter 10 now, and the story deepens. Vayikach Shemuel et Pak Then Samuel took a Pak, that's a, not a common word, a flask, the flask of oil, Shemin. Remember that from Hebrew 1? Took the flask of oil. Now, even if you don't know this word, you can guess what you think it means. Vayitzok. Vayitzok al Rosho. And he poured it on his head, and you are right. From Yatzak. Okay? So he took the pak hashem and Vaizak al-Rosho and he poured it on his head. See how context can help you figure out meanings of words even though you don't have never seen them before. This is a little harder. And he kissed him. This is from the root nun shin ko, na And it is a call, imperfect bab consecutive. The nun has assimilated, and you see that with the Dagash in the shin. And since it's in pause, the stuff, the uh, vowel forms lengthen. So it, lo- it looks almost like a nifal form, but it's not. It's a call. Okay? So he poured the oil on his head, and he kissed him. Vayomer. And he said, Halo ki meshachaka Yahweh. Now look at this. <clears throat> Notice that interrogative, hey, plus lo. hollow. Is it not that... Okay. Is it not that from mashach, you guys get to know this root, you get our famous noun Mashiach from it? It's to anoint. Is it not that Yahweh has anointed you? All right. So um, you could translate it in better English: Has not Yahweh anointed you? Or like, actually, I even like um, what the Jewish Publication Society translation makes this a performative uh, instead of saying is it not that Yahweh has anointed it's more like Yahweh hereby anoints you al-nachalato over his inheritance from nachala over his inheritance le-nagid as a leader nagid okay so is it not that Yahweh has anointed you or Yahweh has hereby anointed you or hereby anoints you over his inheritance as a nagid so notice there was no fanfare, it was just Samuel and Saul. It's kind of interesting. We think of you know anointings as huge celebrations, and sometimes they were, but sometimes you just have it here. Saul and Samuel coming together. Okay? Uh, any questions about verse one? Okay, verse two. We'll do we'll do two and then stop here because it's a pretty long verse. Belectekahayom me imadi. What's the root of Belechteka? <inaudible> Good, halak, Call infinitive construct with a bait in front of it. You can bet it's temporal. (coughs) In your walking, hayom, today. In your walking. Or when you walk today, me imadi. From with me. Remember, Hebrew loves to pile up prepositions. This is just the preposition min uh, plus imad. So, in English we'd say, When you today walk away from me, U Matsata shneanashim im kevurat Rachel. You will find from matzah, second masculine singular call. You will find shneanashim, two men. Notice that the numeral two is in construct. It doesn't have to be, but this is one style. You will find two men, and here it's interesting that men is plural. And I don't know if that has to do with just the. Uh, in fact, that it's a smaller number, it's just a different style, or if there's some pattern discernible, I'd make a nice little paper to see, I don't know. Um, you find you will find two men, Im Kevurat, see that word Kevurat? If I said the word Kever, does that ring a bell? Good, good, Paulo, it means grave, from Kavar to bury. Here's another word for grave, Kevura. Um And notice Im, you guys know as with but here it means near or by so by the grave of Rachel you will find two men by the grave of Rachel Bigvul Binyamin in the borders of Benjamin at Zeldzach that's the name of a village at Zeldzach Ve'omru and they will say Aleka to you Nimze'u Ha'atonot Ha'atonot remember means the asses so notice you have the root from se'u from asmatza to find so you guess that this is a nifal perfect third masculine plural verb the asses have been found okay which halakta you went Levakesh, to seek a piel from bakash okay and they will say to you the asses which you went to seek have been found. Vehenne, and behold, Natash Avika. And behold, your father has Natash to abandon. Your father has abandoned, uh, literally, words of the asses. In other words, he's, he's abandoned uh, his concern about the asses. Okay, The matter of the asses. The da'ag, and he has become worried, da'ag means to be anxious or worried, he has become worried for you, saying, ma eset livne? what will I do about my son? Because he's been gone so long. All right, so Saul got it right, he knew his father well, he knew his father would worry. Just like uh, my daughter knows my wife's going to worry if she's five minutes late, but my ba- daughter never bothers to call. Now, you figure that out psychologically. He's <laughs> torturing her.
1: Okay. Is
0: that, is that Lacan like, plural? plural? Yes. What, so, what, so he must be talking both to Saul and his servant. Okay. Yeah, That's what, we, that's what I'm assuming here, at least. Okay, good. We'll stop there. Uh, any other questions about verse 2? All right. Thank you very much for coming.